0: All you need to know the NDTV Profit podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning, and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from NDTV Profit, and I'm Alex Matthew. Over the next few minutes, we'll tell you everything that you need to know to start your day ahead of the curve. It was a tough day of trade for the bulls on the large street yesterday. Heavy selling in HDFC Bank and the rest of the banking pack pulled the benchmarks lower by over 2%, and it turns out that foreign institutions were the biggest sellers. In fact, the selling by foreign institutions yesterday was the most on record at nearly 10,600 crore rupees. While it is difficult to identify a single clear reason for the sell off yesterday, some of the signs are pointing to the resetting of expectations on Wall Street with regard to the number of Fed rate cuts this year. Not too long back, traders on Wall Street were pricing in as many as 6 or 7 cuts. But now, with Fed officials pushing back on that rhetoric, those bets are being changed. Overnight, US equity markets dropped yet again, with the Dow and the S&P 500 dropping 0.25% and 0.6% respectively. The Nasdaq Composite dropped over half a percent. But there was more action in the bond market with the yields rising. The yield on the 10-year Treasury has risen to 4.1%, where only last month it had hit 3.8%. Also, a sharp rise in the policy-sensitive two-year yield has resulted in an inversion of the yield curve once more. The two-year yield rose 14 basis points, its biggest one-day increase since June. The inversion is usually not seen as a great indicator for the U.S. economy, but it must be pointed out, that it has occurred a few times over the past year. The geopolitical tension in West Asia has not helped matters. The region continues to be rife with tension with the Houthis in Yemen threatening the Red Sea maritime passage. Crude prices have not risen too much though, with Brent hovering around the $78 to the barrel mark. That's because of the somewhat confusing signals on the demand side as well as a lack of clarity on inventories. In the US, the industry-backed American Petroleum Institute reported a small increase in nationwide US crude stockpiles, but a decline at the key hub at Cushing, Oklahoma. At the same time, it has flagged an increase in gasoline and distillate stockpiles. Official data will be released later today. Meanwhile, the Biden administration has announced that it will put the Houthi militant group back on the global terrorism list as the US looks to cripple the militant group's ability to fund its Red Sea attacks. News in the farmer space. Sun Pharma has entered into a definitive merger agreement with Taro Pharmaceutical Industries and will acquire the remaining 21.5% stake in the company for around 2900 crore rupees based on the current exchange rate. The price of the acquisition has been set at $43 per share, a 48% premium to the closing price on the 25th of May last year when Sun Pharma had first submitted a non-binding proposal to Tarot. And this is, in fact, a 13% premium to that price, the initial acquisition price that was announced. There are also a lot of big voices that have been speaking at the World Economic Forum in Davos, both at the event and to NDTV Profit. The RBI governor, Shakti Das, said that the Indian economy should record a growth of 7% in the next financial year and inflation is likely to ease further. He also credited the government for structural reforms undertaken in recent years, saying that they have boosted the medium and long-term growth prospects for the Indian economy. Meanwhile, SBI chairman Dinesh Khara said that uh, India could begin to see rate cuts by the Reserve Bank of India from the third quarter of the next financial year, that is October to December. In an interview with NDTV Profit, he said that the RBI decoupled itself some time back and the consideration for rate cuts in India is primarily domestic inflation. Adani Enterprises has signed a memorandum of understanding with the Maharashtra government to set up a 1 gigawatt hyperscale data centre at an investment of 50,000 crore rupees over the next 10 years. The MOU was signed in the presence of Maharashtra Chief Minister Eknath Shinde and Adani Group Chairman Gautam Adani at the World Economic Forum 2024 in Davos yesterday. Standard disclaimer, the Adani Group owns the NDTV Group. Now, turning to markets in the Asia-Pacific region, the three early risers have started mixed with two of the three trading lower. And with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Agam more selling on the cards today?
1: Well, it was a tough day for the bulls to say the least, Alex. And if the HDFC ADRs, which were down another 9% overnight or anything to go by, it could be another very challenging day for Indian markets. Now, a decline of 4% on the Bank Nifty yesterday is something that we have not seen since March of 2020. So some sort of panic seems to have set in and we'll have to keep a close eye on the banks today. But beyond that, we track earnings. And we had the Q3 results from LTI Mindtree, where overall the revenues were largely in line up 1.2%, but there was disappointment when it came to margins coming in at around 15.4%, lower than street expectations. Consequently, profits also declined by as much as 17%. Happiest Minds, on the other hand, a subdued quarter, but a quarter bang in line with street expectations, where revenues rose about less than 1%, and profit rose. 1.9% 1.9% sequentially. Then we had earnings from ICICI Prudential Life Insurance where your net premium income rose 4.9% year-on-year and your net profit also rose about 2.5% year-on-year but the value of new business declined by as much as 29% year-on-year and that seems to be a concern. In terms of earnings to focus today we will have those from Indusind Bank, Polycab, Punawala Fincorp, indiamart intermesh and metro brands among many others let's talk beyond earnings we have sun farmer which will acquire the remaining outstanding 21 percent stake in the israeli firm tarot for a little less than 2900 crores so Taro will now fully be under the umbrella of Sun Pharma. Moving on we have Adani Enterprises where the company has signed a memorandum of understanding with the Maharashtra government to set up a 1 gigawatt hyperscale data center at an investment of 50,000 crores over the next 10 years. NHPC is also in focus where the government will sell up to three and a half percent stake in an offer for sale on January 18th, that is today and 19th, with the floor price for the OFS set at 66 rupees per share, indicating a near 10% discount to yesterday's closing price. Then we also have Nazara Tech, where the company plans to raise around 250 odd crores via a preferential issue at 872 rupees piece. So, these are the several companies that we will have on our radar today, Alex. But once again, all eyes on the banking index. And while the expectation is a little more weakness, well, one could also hope for a bout of short
0: covering. Well, that's a wait and watch in today's GL Trade. Thanks, Agam. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.